Hi, welcome to Innovation Visuals Digital Marketing Answers. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Tim. And today we'll be talking about building a community and how best to do it and, and why you'd want to do it. So uh, first of all, I'm going to ask Tim, what is a community? I suppose in the digital marketing context, it's simply a matter of people coming together and interacting in yeah. the digital space. So just as you have communities in real life, whether that be at the village hall or whatever, um, you know, a community in the digital marketing terms is just a, a virtual representation of people gathering and, and exchanging ideas, advice, and, and I think um, feeling a connection together. Yeah, yeah, it's about that connection with each other. And so why should brands care about a community? There's a, quite a lot. Uh, to go into in terms of why they should care because you should in order to answer the question you have to think about where brands find themselves these days mm -hmm. so brands are often found in should we say aggregate places of aggregators online so what I mean by that is that you're on uh, in a supermarket space or you're in a um, like a you're an electrical retail uh, electrical manufacturer and you're in something like Curry's or AO um, as the space and so you're up against lots of other brands in the same location um, and when you start to think about it like that you know you go on the JD Sports website you get inundated with trainers how can a brand start to stand out and so people like Nike and Adidas have embraced community because they want to have a different connection with their consumer than just appearing in front of them um, uh, in an in aggregated shop environment, if you like. It's a, it's a differentiator, um, one. And then I think the second thing is good brands now realise that a brand proposition is about more than the product uh, the product and the price and, and the features, yeah. it's actually about what surrounds the product, being part of, and this is where community comes in, being part of something that people want to engage with. So I think that's, that's why community is, is something that brands are really talking about at the moment. How does uh, building a community help a business? I suppose the, the core thing you're aiming at as a business is profit maximisation, and, and value generation for the business. So, you know, I've done classically done economics, and value generation isn't just the short term what you sell today, it's actually building shareholder value. And I think that the driver for communities is that the smart brands have realized that investment in community drives long term shareholder value through not just today's sales, but through the brand advocacy piece and the brand engagement piece. Yeah. Um, and so that's the, the thing which is making the smart money look at, look at community. And what, like, are there different levels, different types of community that, um, that you can build? Absolutely. I mean, so at its very basic level, you can create a community on a third-party platform, if you like, by going on to, say, LinkedIn and yeah. inviting, you know, 
20 of your best customers or whatever to discuss things on there. Mm -hmm. it, it could be as simple as that. That That is still a community. And then at its um, you know, furthest level from that, you could be looking at a hugely expensive customized platform that has all the whizzes and bangs and does so much stuff and you know has cost millions and millions of dollars to to create and and their communities and, and you've got everything on the line between these two things so if you want to talk about the type of community it's not simply about scale it's actually about the interaction that the brand allows or promotes if you like so this sort of gets into the the, the type being uh, like a function so at, at the very base level you'll have um, a very kind of one-way type broadcast community if you like where you might have a, a brand shop and it might have some additional content and the community aspect is something as simple as people commenting on the blogs and putting their opinions on there, uh, reviewing products and providing user-generated content for those products, maybe user-generated video for the, the contents in use. And, and that would be kind of the, the simplest and also least interactive yeah. um, method of community. The step up from there then starts to get a community where the value is coming from also maybe other vendors joining the brand. So you might have a brand like Adidas and they might allow an, other brands to access that community and provide, say, other apps within it or um, value from content that they can provide and that kind of thing. And this is a, an expansion of the community field, but you're, at this point your people, if you like, your audience, yeah. are still maybe only um, passively utilising these things. So they're using the apps from the third parties, they're doing the, the reviews and the, and the comments, but they're not really, it's not getting really deep yet, the community. Okay. Where it starts to get really deep is where the platform that's been facilitated by the brand allows these, the audience, the, the people to be the drivers of the value of the community, right? So what I mean by that is um, something like where on Strava, um, people can share routes yeah. or when people are on, um, you know, fitness, um, uh, fitness platforms um, like Nike, you can, you can recommend people, you know, um, dietary ideas. Mm -hmm. You've got, you know, things like communities around cooking, people are providing recipes. All of a sudden, the community's value is now in the content that the, that the, that the audience is providing, if you like, not, not the brand. And the brand now becomes more like the, the guardian angel over the top um, and the and, and the provider of the structure, mm -hmm. yeah. but they're not they're not focused on being the primary driver of, of of putting the reason to come there. The reason to come there is the other people that that are there doing things, and I think that that is your kind of if you like your scale of 
level of community because I think that we'll see some of these platforms really almost stretching outside of um, like the, the original remit maybe of the brand. That doesn't mean that they're, they're not service, serving the brand. But if you look at something like Le Lego Ideas, I'm sure you're, yeah, a, yeah. you're a big Lego fan, <laughs> um, you know. But um, interestingly, Lego has got this huge cult following and the Lego Ideas community is full of people who not only um, build with Lego, but they are taking a huge amount of time to provide plans and instructions to other members of the community to then build these amazing creations that they yeah. can do. But then the interaction develops because people are then posting pictures of them building the thing that somebody else told, you know, showed them how to build. And then people are commenting on them building this thing that they've got from somebody else. Mm -hmm. and, and you can see how that becomes like just a really positive snowball of interaction. Um, and it's a similar thing on things like the, the Bosch DIY and, and garden platform where that community, you know, people, people are posting pictures of what they're doing and okay they might use some Bosch power tools along the line but actually it's it's grown way beyond there and people are posting images of flower beds and things like that and then people are commenting on that and suggesting plants and and there's no power tools in sight but Bosch is still benefiting massively because you've given them somewhere where these people that are their customers or could become their customers find joy and and I suppose that's the human nature of community and would you say that community is just for b2c businesses or do you think you know it could be for b2b businesses as well I I think that's really interesting because it's almost the untapped um area I think that that is something that could be explored a lot more there's a lot of b2c um, communities developing out there um, but B2B it's still just as valid if not more so and there are a lot of I would say sort of micro communities building up and I think you have to consider that if you are a B2B business you're never going to get the numbers that you could get if you're a B2C but that's okay the measure of a good community is not numbers of people necessarily it's the amount of of interaction and, and the quality of that interaction so yeah. i think absolutely b2b it's great and if you look there's some great examples out there already there's things like hubspot yeah. um they yeah. have a very um active community which they really promote and and people really get into so yeah it's certainly an area where um it should be explored by brands so b2b brands yeah get on the on the community <laughs> thinking bandwagon i would say yeah I think with um, yeah B2B businesses, especially like software, if you do have issues or, you know, it's likely that another user is going to have the same issues and then you can see how someone else has, you know, solved something or found a workaround for something. So, yeah, yeah it is valuable. Yeah, it's interesting um, that you bring that up because that's like the traditional forum things where people mm -hmm. have congregated. I suppose you can build off the back of that if yeah. you start, if you've already got something like that as a B2B brand, you could probably extend it, could you? Yeah, definitely. So how would you build a community? Well, um, I think the thing you have to start with 
is thinking about the value for the audience. Start with that because you need to make sure that what you're doing is constructing um, something that they're going to want to be part of, right? So don't start with the what's going to be my platform or start with the how can we sell more stuff. If you're going to truly build a successful community, start with the who are our audience, who are those personas, what would they like to do and how do we think they would like to interact? Because it could be if you're a relatively small brand, then you might think, well, um, lots of my audience are on LinkedIn all the time. That's their platform of choice. Therefore, um, what they might want to do is they might want to discuss points in a, in a relatively flexible manner there or whatever. Um, it could be that if you're looking, you know, to solve a problem or have a discussion, you know, think about what value those people could, could bring, if you like, to the community. So what could you facilitate? So if you take Strava again as an example, um, the community shares lots of routes. And because the community want routes, if you're a cyclist or a runner, there's nothing better than going to an area and, and, and having a look and actually going, okay, I want to do a 30K bike ride today and yeah. I want to do it off-road. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, the, the Strava community has provided me with all of these routes. So good communities start with good value at their core. Yeah, you mentioned starting a community, you need to you know, understand the value of your business and what you're providing to uh, your customers. But what platforms would you suggest building a community on? Yeah, so when you've, when you've understood the value that you think your community is going to get from interacting, and, and I think you need to go down in a planning level to exactly what's going to get shared, how it's going to get shared, then you can start examining what your platform what your technical platform options would be. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I've already mentioned it, the very simplest sort of form, you can piggyback on something like Facebook or something like LinkedIn to start to create simplistic kind of communities and interactions. But if your idea is for something very custom, very sophisticated, you're going to have to effectively look to develop that um, relatively from scratch, I would say, um, and then have to think about how that's going to actually facilitate. Is it going to be just an app or just a website or both? Mm -hmm. um, there, are, there are some really interesting platforms out there which kind of sit in the middle ground to allow you to own much more of the interaction. Because one of the things I would say is if you're a, if you're a significant brand, investing to get lots of people in your community but on a third party platform like facebook or linkedin yeah you will probably eventually run into a position where you're limited by what the platform can do but also remember look at the t's and c's what do you actually own in that community how much do you actually really own about it? And that can have limiting factors from a commercial um, basis. So there's there's some platforms that now allow you. So Mighty Networks is a, is a good example. So you can have a Mighty Networks is a SaaS platform. So you can pay and you can create a community where people can come in. And that's got a lot more features and you're going to have much more controllability 
and you're going to own the data which is within there. Um, you know, you can run virtual events straight off it. There's different, um, there's the technology to start things like chat areas and different subjects and stuff like that. So out of the box, that's a really good solution. So rather than starting with something like a Facebook or a LinkedIn mm -hmm. group, you should probably, if you're serious about community, that's probably your starting point. But as I say, your, your end point could be tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, if you, you look at things like the Nike platform, I mean, you know, it's going to be a costly undertaking, but then the, the ROI is going to be pretty big from it. Uh, so you mentioned some considerations to think about when start, like when building a community, um, but can you see any problems with managing a community? I th think you're absolutely right to highlight that. Um, I think it's a, m a much bigger challenge for the brands to think about the management of that in a way that's going to work for their users and work for the brand because the point of the community is that the the, particip the participants are the ones who are providing the value that are interacting that are submitting content that are writing on their images and all of that and all of a sudden if you've got people putting stuff on your platform you have a duty of care to those people on the platform as well as any legal obligations yeah. to make sure what's going up there is right. And you need to make sure that it's not going to be damaging to the brand because, you know, if you're, if you're Lego running the Lego ideas, you don't want, you know, somebody to be posting plans to create some phallic or rude thing, you know, uh, and kids go on there and find it, you know, that's inappropriate content. Um, but inappropriate content kind of, that's a really obvious one, but at what point, if there's a debate between participants, do you step in and moderate it? You know, you need to have clearly defined rules and you need to have, um, defined methodologies for dealing with this. You know, the last thing the brand needs is for something to go unchecked for a weekend when somebody mm -hmm. said something really outrageous and... The, the platform doesn't react by removing it and you'll just get a terrible negative snowball. And the difficulty for a brand looking at community is the best, most powerful communities that provide that shareholder value, that advocacy, that love for the brand are the ones that have the most interaction. And by that nature, the ones with the most interaction are going to be the hardest ones to police. Yeah, definitely. Would you think that, you know, a, a company should almost monitor their community like 24-7? I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you have to because there are idiots out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are, there are just, there are malicious idiots and there are just stupid idiots. But, you know, the, the world is like that. And you could have a wonderful community with thousands upon thousands, if not millions of participants in there. But unfortunately, you have to, if you like, legislate for the bottom run of the ladder. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that you, you've got to certainly have automated systems to make sure some stuff cannot get posted, but you need to be able to react pretty much in real time yeah. to problems on your platform because you don't want to let it get out of hand. You don't want to have you know, that negative snowball effect. Yeah, you want to make sure you react quickly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And appropriately as mm -hmm. well. 
I mean, this is the other thing. This is, you know, clear, clear you should not do this. Breaches of policy are the straightforward ones to deal with. But, you know, where you get into grey areas and things like that, you've got to, as a brand, have very clearly defined lines and maybe even, like, use test things and say, okay, this, is this appropriate? Is this not appropriate if this was to go up on our site? And, and make that really clear because you don't want to be dithering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And, and I suppose for most brands, they will err on the side of caution anyway. So. Yeah, I guess, especially at the beginning. Yes, yeah. for sure. Cool. So uh, we've spoken about how to build a community, like why you should build a community and, you know, what platforms and problems there could be. Yeah. What are the, what would you say the next steps are if someone actually, you know, needed our help or they wanted help with building one. Yeah, I think I think if somebody's watching this video and they're thinking, do you know what, you know, I, and they might have thought, well, we're B2B, it might not fit or we're slightly obscure, I'm not sure. And, and having watched this video and, and start to think, oh, right, interaction and people posting, con- oh, yeah, I could see people posting content about this and that in, in our area, that could be really good. The first thing to do is, you've got to get senior level buy-in. Like, this is not a marketing project on its own. It has implications, not just if on the negative side, but also on, on the positive side. You need to have support right at the, at the senior level of the business. So in order to get that, the first thing to do is to really map out what the community is going to look like, how it's going to be, um, what you know, what's the value that we talked about that at the start, you need to really make that clear. And then what's going to be the mechanics. So, you know, we can help talk to people to put together that that value document. But almost there's a there's a pitch deck there to go to the very senior management and say, we think you should invest the time, effort and headspace in creating a community for our audience customers and prospective customers. And here is a here is the pitch as to why this is going to make great sense to you and it's going to deliver lots of shareholder value. So how would you wrap this video up? People have to realise that we've only talked about it in in quite superficial top level um, um, sort of nature. You know, we've not dug down into detail of platforms, detail of value. Um, We've name dropped a few good examples, things like HubSpot and B2B and Nike, Adidas, people like that, um, that are doing good things. Um, I would say that um, really to, to wrap it up, there is a big opportunity for people who, who engage the audience with a great community before their competitors do. Because yeah. if, you, if you look at things like Nike and Adidas, they're kind of fighting for the same people now in different ways, you know. Um, but you need to think about moving relatively quickly. Don't just wait until your competitor does this and then find yourself going, oh, they're doing it. They seem to be really successful at it. Oh, let's do the same. Well, sorry, you might have missed the boat mm-hmm. because people are already developing the value there. You're going to be playing catch up kind of thing. So, to wrap up, I would say, um, start thinking about it now. Start thinking about putting that pitch to the senior team together. You know, if you want to talk about it as a strategy, get in contact with us. Um, I think we've got a blog um, from back in 
end of 2022. There's a blog about communities um, on our site as well. So there's some reading there. I'm sure we can put that in the um, in the, the description. description. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, start thinking about it because there's a lot of value to be had. And with things like first uh, the, the cookies going and the need for first party data, I mean, we haven't really touched on all of the detail that can be there. There is a lot of value that can be driven from, from these communities if you run them right. I really do think that they're a, an untapped gold mine for brands. Cool. No, thanks, Tim. That was really interesting. Okay. Well, um, hopefully people watching have found that interesting. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate that. And uh, please make sure to like, subscribe and uh, leave a comment below if you like this video. Thank you.